Oh, Lord, thank you for your presence this morning. We love you, God. Wow, such a beautiful time in worship this morning, isn't it? Aren't you thankful for a team that leads us into the presence so well week after week? Amazing, huh? And I, and I just love that, uh, I love that uh, we celebrated this morning um, those who are serving and, and um, you know, and if you go back and you look in the nursery, even right now, there's, there are people in there serving, even, you know what's amazing about Mountain Chapel? Even dads get in there, and, uh, and uh, but I just want to echo what, what um, Shanna said this morning, that we really could use uh, some help there. What we'd love to do is get um, a rotation going so that, um, so that nobody's in there week after week, you know what I'm saying? And, um, and there are rewards there, and uh, you know, that's one thing that is true about the kingdom. You cannot outgive God. You know what I'm saying? The Bible says that the one who waters will themselves be watered. And, um, and you know, when you, when you just uh, put yourself forward, you know, and this isn't like a, a, a pastor's ploy to get you to do something. It's, it's literally a principle that, like, when you give, you're always going to get back. You know what I'm saying? And if people don't give to you, God always does. And, um, and if you... If you remember that, you will notice it. Here's the key. If you remember that, you will notice it when God is pouring back to you. That's, that's important because, um, you know, wherever you are setting your focus, sometimes, sometimes the Lord can be pouring something back to you and you don't even notice it. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't register on the scale. And uh, I know I've been there, but, you know... Um, Jeremiah talks about when when you make the Lord your strength, but uh, but when you when you trust in yourself, when you look to yourself, it says that even then even I'm paraphrasing, but but you'll actually you won't even notice it when God's blessing you. And so, kind of a side note there, but you know the Lord just said to me one time, and I was I was kind of in the process of like um, thinking about my life and what God had called me to do and where I was in that journey and you know how many have ever been on the been in that situation where you think you should be 10 years ahead of where you are in some way in some way right and just raise your hand if you can relate to that okay come on I I I can relate to that and um and I just found out that God knows what he's doing and um and, and he's got perfect timing, you know. But I'll tell you what settled it for me is when the Lord spoke to me and uh, one day and he just said, he said, you know what? He just spoke real clearly to me. He said, if you think that, I don't know why, I, I just feel this is for somebody this morning and there were quite a few hands that went up, so I want to encourage some people. And um, uh, if you think that your life and your future is in the hands of, of man, then it will feel that way and, and look that way. But if you remember that your life is in my hands, it will look that way. And it will feel that way. And, um, and in so many words, that's what he said to me. And, and I just remembered deciding again, the 
this was some years back, where I decided again that, you know what, I'm not going to get, uh, I'm not going to get irritated because somebody, I feel like somebody, I should be somewhere that I'm not, or that somebody uh, should be noticing me in some way that they're not. And, you know, at the end of the day, that means that whose life, or whose hands is my life in if I'm thinking that way? And ultimately, it's not my life anymore. Jesus purchased it with his blood. And so when I get to that point, I realize, actually, what my life looks like really, in some ways, is not really my business. <laughs> it's a funny thing to say, I know. But, um, but Jesus said that when you, if you, if you try to save your life, and what save your life means is not like, you know, yeah, it's not like, oh, you're almost slipping, you know, you're on a trail up here and you're slipping, you try to save your life by grabbing a branch or something, you know. No, do that. Definitely, definitely do that. But, um, but save your life means that you would control it, Brian said, and, or that you would direct it, or that the outcome is up to you. And we have a lot to do with what our life looks like, where we invest. We're kind of, you know, living as stewards, etc., of what the Lord has said and what He has given to us, put into our hands, and called us to do. But, um, but He said, if you try to do that, you will lose it. And the idea is, is that you will continue to exist, but it's that feeling that, like every time you try to grasp something, that it it just slips through your fingers like sand. You know, the tighter you grip it, the more sand you lose. You know, and the Bible talks about building your house on the sand. And, and I, think, I think it's related. You know, when we're, when we're building our house on the sand, that is us building it according to what we think it ought to be. But when he said, but, but if you lose your life, if you lay your life down for my sake, then you're going to find it. And, and it's when you quit, it's when we quit trying to control our future. How many have noticed it's so frustrating when you try to get your perfect your perfect picture together. Anybody notice that but me? I've noticed that. You know what I'm saying? But then, but you know what? Sometimes what I've realized is my picture of my life is actually the problem. It's, it's that, it's that what I see, what I, my perfect, whatever you want to call it, American dream, and don't get me wrong, I love the fact that we live in a free country and I love the fact that we, we have freedom to pursue a life that we choose. I love that. But what do you do with the freedom, you know? And, um, and so true freedom is a life surrendered to the King of Peace. That, and, and it's amazing how that picture that I paint for myself, and then when, when somebody in my, you know, one of your relatives makes life decisions that doesn't reflect on you well, right? How many <laughs> how many make it about you? You know what I'm saying? Like and um or or this thing's not working out or you know what I'm saying? I'm like you you compare your life to what you see on somebody's social media and and uh and that's such a trap. But I realize that the picture that I have that actually is the enemy of true peace and true joy. And furthermore, that when I surrender my life to the Lord, where I, I just look and I go, where can I serve, Lord? Where can I get? What can I do? 
And you know what I've decided? My if if you want to, you want to get you know if you want that promotion in the office, wherever you are, you know yeah you work hard, you steward, you're faithful, right? We do what we can do. But the outcome of our life, we, our our life is in the hands of the Lord. So promotion comes from the Lord. Open doors come from the Lord. Breakthrough comes from the Lord. And I like that because that means that even on a bad day, God can have His way in my life, and that that my life doesn't. It's not about my performance and how well you do each morning, etc. But your life is literally in the hands of God, who says it's okay. You don't have to be perfect because I am. <laughs> And really, to me, you look perfect. And um, so that I just feel like that's a word for somebody today. And, and um, you know, I was wanted to share a couple highlights from the week. You know, I was going to, just to tell you where we're going this morning, I was going to teach this morning on the prophetic. And um, and uh, I was going to, because one, one thing I think is, uh, you know, Mountain Chapel, we are a prophetic church. And, and. We experience that. How many, how many get uh, a prophetic word on a regular basis just by showing up to church on Sunday? Come on, like, it, you know, raise your hand. See, you see all those hands. That shows you that this is a prophetic church, that, that you walk in and God gets you with the word from somebody. And, um, and so I, I will do that, uh, but the Lord spoke to me last night. Um, and he just said, today is the day for the presence. Today is the day of the presence. And, and so we're going to make a little room this morning. And we're going to allow God to do what he wants to do among us. And I am going to release some keys to you. Um, and, uh, but I wanted to share a few highlights from the week. I, um, last Sunday night, uh, after a great day here, um, I, was, I was at home and uh, I thought, you know, I'm going to pop down to the Twin View service. I just think, you know, it's like, it's right there. It's like two miles from my house. And I looked at my watch and I thought, they're already through worship. So I miss worship. That's kind of a bummer. But I'm going to dive in. It's kind of a wild night down there and um, at Twin View. And it's just a bunch of students. It's kind of a free-for-all. And, uh, and so I thought, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, slip in the back and just receive a little bit and try to go unnoticed. I realized that was a silly plan, but, but it was my intent. And um, I saw some friends and I gave, gave them a hug. Well, uh, uh, anyway, a friend and, a, and a, I, I was on staff with him for a while, but a friend, Richard Gordon, was up there speaking that night and he noticed me all the way in the back. Next thing you know, I'm getting called up to the front. And I'm like, I just thought, I just want, I was, I was back here in the corner trying to hide, and, um, you know, I just did, you know what I'm saying, I just came to receive, and, um, and, and uh, he said, hey, would you just share, he had a few of us up there, and he said, would you just take a minute, and if you could give one key to the students, because they're at the beginning, they're in their first month of school, for the year, uh, if you can quickly give them one key that will help them be successful as students. And it's a word for us as well. And, um, and I said, yeah. And, I, and it immediately it came to me because it's kind of become my life, my life um, value system is. And so I got the microphone and I said, you know, if I could give you one thing to set you up for success this year, it would be give up. 
<laughs> Just give up. Give up. You know, like give up everything. Give up, give up, like surrender. You know what I'm saying? Like just give up. Give up like the right to pick your mission trip and what mission trip you think you should be on. This is student environment language and they understand it, right? Give up on what class you think you ought to get if you don't get the one that you signed up for. Give up on what group you think you should be in. Give up on what you think like God should do for you this year. Surrender all that to Him and instead just say, God, have your way with me. Because at the end of the day, I want you. I don't just want what you have. I don't just want what I want from you. God, I want, I don't want, I don't just want things. How many are with me on this? I don't just want things from God. I want God Himself. And, and I have Him. So I'm not wishing for, you know what I mean? Like I, 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 I don't, like I too often believers talk about God as if He's way up in the cosmos sitting on a floating throne so far away and we have to like yell loudly so he can hear us and and we and he came down we don't have to call him down he came down and he made his habitation with us he lives inside of us and and but there's a beautiful thing to to when you intensely desire the one that you have unlimited access to and that really is called intimacy you know what i mean <laughs> I better open these notes. And um and I just I just want to encourage us because we're on a journey together. And uh coming up next Sunday night, we are gonna launch presence. It's what we're calling our Sunday night uh meeting, six PM. It's called Presence. How many think that's a good name? Well, it's a good name because that's what that night is all about. And, um, and, and, uh, and so I will, you know, just begin to, I feel the presence of the Lord begin to stir in the room. And so why don't you just begin to become active receivers right where you are. And, um, and I'm going to release a couple of keys to you. And, uh, and I, and I want to cast some vision for where we're going. You know, a friend of mine said once that, uh, and we probably have a list of 11 or 12 things that we would consider to be kingdom core values in our heart that we would live by, right? But a good friend of mine said one day, a few years back, we were talking, he said, you know what I think defines a kingdom culture if you just have three pillars? Um, he said, the manifest presence of God, the prophetic, in other words, God is speaking actively, Right? In other words, we're not just... I thank God for this book. But that we're not just living... Now, let's put it this way. If it's written here, you don't have to ask God's will about it. He's already revealed it. But, we're not just living from a manual. We are living from Emmanuel. Amen? <laughs> That's a good word. He's, he's the living word. He's He's speaking to us every day and that, that, you know, it's the word that proceeds from the mouth of God that gives you life. You know, have you noticed that you can read a verse over and over and one day when you read it, it proceeds from the mouth of God and you go, oh my gosh, how many times have I read that verse? And, and why is that? 
Is it because you just got smart enough to figure it out? No. It's because the Holy Spirit of God, the author of it, breathed upon it. And he, and he spoke to you. And, um, and I want to read this verse to you. And Laura actually released it to me. And it hasn't left me. I'm like, that's a word of the Lord for us. So thank God for Laura. How many appreciate her? And in the light of, in the light of celebration, on another note, is it, I may be wrong on this. Is it somebody's anniversary over here? Jonathan Hodman? Is that today? Oh, will you stand up? Come on. <laughs> Happy anniversary, you guys. Yeah, what an amazing couple. That's one year. Oh, man. Time to write the marriage book. They are a great example, though. They're an amazing example. One year. Congratulations, you guys. You're so loved. Psalm 42, verse 5. Why are you in despair, O my soul? And why have you become disturbed within me? And now uh, it says, Hope in God, for I will uh, again praise Him. Why? Here's the verse I'm going to focus on. For the help of His presence. <laughs> uh, oh, and the last pillar. Sorry, guys. The last pillar is honor. So it's the, it's the presence of God, the voice of God and honor. It's honor for one another. And that is the thing that pervades and really goes through every other thing that we do, right? And, and when it comes to prophetic ministry, it, this is, a, this is a, a setup for when we get into the prophetic, but when it comes to the prophetic ministry, that honoring one another is so key, Right? And, uh, and so one of the ways we honor people when we... You know, when, you, when the Lord starts speaking to you about somebody, sometimes He trusts you with insight into their life. And it's not always for you to share everything that you hear. And, um, you know, and so uh, one of the ways, for instance, that you would honor somebody when you're prophesying is that, you know, I might see that they've been through like a... I'm, and by the way... Until you test a word, you don't know. That's the other thing I think you should remember as the one prophesying. Um, that every word gets to get tested. And, um, and the person who receives it is the one who gets to decide whether it's a good word or not. <laughs> not the one who's given it. And, um, and if you gave it, you did your job. You obeyed God. And good job. But then they get to receive it. And, um, and so the Lord might speak and say, um, I might see that maybe they went through a hard time, this or that. But then he tells me what he's doing in their life. Well, you know what? Like, do you know that they already know if they've been through a hard time? They already know that they've been through a hard time? They already know they're having one if they're having one? They actually don't need me to tell them that? You know what they need to hear? They need to hear what God's doing about it. And, and so I will often on purpose just... I, I'll ask the Lord specifically. How sh- I'm, li- I'm in a dialogue. Like, what do you exactly want me to say and not say? And, um, and so, um, and so I will just leave out the negative and I'll just release the answer because that's what people need. Right. And I think, and, and, and honor, basically, you know, there's a lot of teaching on honor, but honor comes down to love. 
I would say if you go, what's honor? Well, I'd say it's what it looks like when you love somebody. So if you really just want to, if you're like, where's honor in the Bible? Well, it is in the Bible. But if you really want to go, what does honor really look like? It has to do with love. It's like, let me tell you, would you like to be spoken to that way? You know, and we all kind of have our moments, but you get to clean it up. You make a mess. And um, and so uh, I, we're going to be getting into the prophetic, not because we're not a prophetic church, but because I was impressed by the Lord that what Paul said to Timothy, stir up the gifts that are within you. And we're just we're going to go after some ministry stuff this morning. And actually, I might just start here. Um, I, because I feel that uh, there, there's impartation and a stirring that's happening today. And like a reactivation. Sometimes you just need to be reactivated. You know, and, uh, and um, I was talk, we were talking with Maggie the other day and we were sharing... God's stories of the past, and and uh, and I was thinking sometimes when you get into those conversations, you think like, yeah, I remember God doing that, God doing this, and how many of you realize that sometimes you get into this mode where you go, I missed that. How many of you ever thought that? Oh, I missed that. Yeah. Well, we don't have to miss it because God's the same. And um, and so stir up the gift that's in you. And so let's just do this. I'm gonna we're gonna well. <laughs> Our prayer meeting fan was stirred up. Okay, here's what we're going to do this morning. And actually, Rachel and uh, and uh, Ruth, Melissa, if you want to come, and Jean, my friend Jean, come up here, please. Um, and just begin to look and see if you have a word for somebody. But uh, right now in this atmosphere, if you say, you know, I used to prophesy a lot, or I used to evangelize a lot, or I used to, whatever. I feel like a word for us is stir the pot. Stir the pot today. And, and I love, like, I, I feel like I relate to Timothy. Like, I, because there were times in my life where I realized that I needed to stir the gift that's in me. And some people, some people, they don't need to be reminded of that. But Timothy did. And, and if that's you this morning and you go, you know what? There's something that I used to walk in regularly and I still do, but I just want to stir it up. Like, I, I want to see more of it. Why don't you just stand up right where you are? You go, I got a fresh hunger inside of me. And I want to reignite something. Go ahead. And you're not admitting to doing any, you know, falling short in any way. All you're saying is, I want to stir up the gift that's in me. And I just feel like the Lord is saying to you, and if you're feeling this in your heart, I feel like the Lord is saying to you, Green light. <laughs> you got a green light. You have a green light. And, and, uh, and you know what I love about the gifts is that you don't need a position to operate in them. You know what I'm saying? And a position's not what makes things fun anyway. It's, it's the gifts. It's the anointing. It's the grace that flows in your life. And, and so, um, so while the Lord is touching you... Um, I also felt like this morning, um, I'm just going to step out a little bit here, but I felt like there's a sale of a house that somebody is, is like pending or 
it's, it's not happening. Is there anybody here, you're trying to sell a house, and uh, you need a house to move, and it's for sale? Okay. All right. Who else? Is there anybody else? The Sharps have a house. Raise your hand so I can see you. Okay. Amazing. Would you just stand up? We're going to agree. Listen, I want to give you a testimony. Um, there was, uh, we had a, a, an older couple from Canada who just loved to come down and, uh, and sow into the students. They moved to Redding just to give, I mean, they're like, what, in their 70s? Dennis and Eleanor. And uh, Eleanor just sold her plane. It gives you a little idea of what she's like. And, um, but they come down, and they were, in a bad, they were in a bad place with their house. It just wasn't moving. And we agreed as a revival group, just like we're going to do as a family today, for the sale of that home. And, um, and so go ahead and receive. Would you just put your hands toward them? And, um, and so, Father, we thank you that your market is good. And, uh, <laughs> and Lord, I just thank you for the sale of that home, that it will move quickly. God, I pray that even like within three days, there's going to be movement and that there would be a sale happening quickly in Jesus' name. Come on, we agree together. Here's the microphone if you guys get a word. Thank you, Father. You know, I also just felt like, is there something about... um, uh, uh, something about a cousin, and I have no details about this, but you've got a cousin that um, you need that needs a breakthrough or something's happening in their life. Whatever it is, I just feel like that that cousin has just been on your heart lately. Does that apply to anybody in here? A cousin that you're believing for? Oh, we've got a few right here. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead and just stand up. And, um, and in the back, I see... I see you too. Well, I just believe, you know what I just saw is that as you stood up, I just saw like your, like heaven's target is upon you. And literally just by responding, like I just saw the Lord releasing angels. And, um, and I feel like someone needs to know that there's safety. That there's, <laughs> yes, Daniel, come on. <laughs> uh, but there is. Safety, I feel like um, there's one of the cousins that um, you've been actually concerned about, their well-being. Is that really apply to anybody? Um, okay, and I just saw the Lord releasing angels. And, um, and, and I saw that the Lord was saying, Can you, is it a girl cousin? Is it, it's a boy. And, and I just saw the Lord saying, like, just give them to me. And the angels of God were surrounding them. Let's agree together. Father, we thank you for your covering your protection, and Lord, if they don't, if they're not walking with you, that God, you will draw them in quickly. Yeah, and it won't be a result of our, of our, uh, our scripture quoting or, or our, all of our efforts, but God, that the testimony will, will be, it's amazing what the Lord has done. Amen. And, um, and I just want to release a word about family restoration this morning. I just really felt like God is restoring family. And I feel like the Lord is saying, um, like, you know, it's when you, when you let me do it and quit trying to do it, 
and and let me do it. You know, it, it's amazing how when as believers that when we when we know that it's really the grace of God and the mercy of God that makes all the difference, and yet once we become believers, we think that all the good things, the breakthrough, the salvation of our family members, how well our family members do, depends on how good a Christians we are. You know, how many can relate to that? And, and that's what Paul rebuked the Galatians about. He said, that's foolish. What God began in the Spirit, are you going to finish it in your own strength, in the flesh? You know what I mean? It's like God works a miracle and He goes, and then we go, all right, awesome. I'll keep that miracle going from here on out, which I, I couldn't do the miracle, so I can't sustain it. Like, and I think that freedom comes when, when you really realize that, that, um, it's not up to you. You can't sustain it. You, you, you couldn't do it before you were saved. You can't do it after. The difference is, is that God is living inside of you and that He's directing your path and that He's looking out for your family. And, um, you know, and, and as I was preparing, I just felt like the Lord was actually talking about process. How many of you heard the word process? How many of you heard teachings on process and how God has a process and everything? And, and, um, my, you know what, honestly, my belief on process is this. It's that I think that when God wants to do something in our life, God is the God of process. It is a journey. There is a way. But here's, why, here's what I think about process. God says, I want to do this. And then, for whatever reason, I can't see what He wants to do, or I'm not hungry for what He wants to do, or... or I have no place for the impartation that he wants to give, right? And then he goes, I want to do it right now. And then he looks, and then we're like, we can't see it, or we don't have room for it, our life's too busy, whatever it may be. And then you know what happens? A process starts. But I suspect that if I was ready in that moment, that I actually wouldn't need that process. I could just receive what He has for me. See, because what I've noticed about process is that process ends with surrender. <laughs> How many have noticed that? Process ends when there's a surrender. And I think we go, oh, the Lord had a three-month process to bring me to surrender. And I think the Lord's like, I had a process that would go as long as you needed until you surrender. Whether it was five minutes or five years, I... <laughs> Because the process is not an obstacle course that He puts us through. The process is that He is walking with us wherever we are. And all the while, like the men on the road, the hearts begin to burn because He's speaking along the way. And as we begin, as, as His grace and His power works in our hearts, all of a sudden we kind of wake up in a moment and go, I can't do this, I need you. He said, that's what I've been waiting for. Come in and eat. And, and there's a breakthrough. And so, I feel like there's grace today. And then we're going to have the team prophesy today and minister. And, and whatever you guys are feeling, whether it's healing, a prophetic word, whatever it is. Because I love this verse because it, it says, I will, I will praise you for the help of your presence. How many realize that God's presence is help? You know, and, and I, I went through, a, I'll tell the story some other time, um, but I went through a particularly challenging season about four years ago, personally. 
And um, I'll tell you what, if you ever been through a thing where you go, um, I would never want to go through that again, and I would never want anyone else to go through it, and I wouldn't trade it for the world because of what God did in my life in it. And I'll tell you what happened in that season. I call it personal revival. I fell in love with Jesus again. And I, I was already in love with him. And, um, but what I found in that season was by the grace of God, not like God. And I was asking God for specific things like help with this, help with that. But you know what the prayer really was? I would just lay in my bed and I would say, God, I need you. I need you. I'd get into worship. I'd lay on the ground in church and I'd just say, God, I need you. I need you. And I realized that that prayer was the prayer that I really needed because it's the help of his presence. Because we go, will you do this, this, and this? The problem is I don't really know all the things that need to happen. What I actually need is the help of his presence. And so we've got a night where we're going to steward the presence. And, uh, and so we're, we're going to have a lot of fun together. Who's got a word? You guys, this is my friend Gene. Say hi to Gene. Uh, Gene hails from the land of India. He was just a little bit of history. It's a real treat to have him here with us today. Um, but uh, Gene was in my very first revival group uh, eight and a half years ago. And, um, and then he served me for four years. Four years? As a, when I was a pastor, and um, just served me and, and loved all my students and helped with anything. And he's just one of the best men on the planet and um, carries the presence. He loves so well, do anything for you. And I love him. And he is, uh, has been spending his time in... Is it okay if I show that? He's been, he's been spending his time... He's from southern India, but, but, he, but he's been spending his time in northern India for the past couple years. Two years now, planting, helping to plant uh, an iris base, which is Heidi Baker's ministry in the north of India. And so please remember Gene and um, pray for him when you think about him. He's the real deal. He's a missionary. And uh, anyway, you love him. But who's got, who's got a word? Danny, you got something. Okay. Let's start with Daniel because he brought... So, I, sorry, I didn't mean to barge in, but I guess I did. I'm glad you barged. Um, so, I was thinking, I just heard the word stirred up several times. And so, this is to stir a big pot in the kitchen when you're making noodles or a very large portion for lots of folks. And I thought, well, we could stir it up with a tiny little spoon or we could stir it up with the biggest thing we have. That's a good word. And so, this Come is on. what I felt like the word was saying. Stir it up with the biggest thing that you have. And I even wish I had a big oar for paddling a boat. But, and this is made for a lot of people. And so, Lord, we just, um, I just wanted to give this to you. And so, Brandon, he's here and he's stirring it up. The presence of the Lord has been very strong today. And so, Lord, we just received that anointing to stir it up and show us how to use the biggest tools out there in order to do it. So, Thank you, Father. Show us how to stir it up, Father, with the biggest tools that are available to us. For a lots of folks to be powerfully touched by you and your Holy Spirit. Yeah. 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 
hey, if you, if with, when Daniel released that word, if you fell, I'm just going to do a little experimenting. One of the things that's been on my heart is activation. That's what we're doing right now. Okay? We're activating this morning. And, and so, um, uh, if you felt the Holy Spirit, when Daniel released that word, or even right now, come over your head and your shoulders, and maybe on your back, that's what I'm feeling right now. How many feel that exact thing? Okay, look, isn't that interesting? Look around. Would you stand if that's you? Okay? And I, and I, I just want to talk to us as a body um, that, that if you don't feel it, it doesn't mean that God isn't doing that for you. What this is, is this, one of the things is, yes, God is highlighting some of you. He really wants you to know. I feel like God touches us in a way like this when he really wants us to know, specifically, right? But then as a body, we look and we say, oh, look what God is doing among us for all of us. You get that? And so we're never left out. So, so good word. Okay. And um, you can keep standing for a minute. And just as you stand, you're receiving. Do you have any more for them, Daniel? I don't know. I feel like just Fenton has something. To, Fenton, could you just come up for a second? What up, Fenton? Um, why don't you, I don't know, this might seem silly, you guys, but why don't you just stir it up with Brandon together? Do you guys just stir it up? Yeah. I don't know. All right. <laughs> when, yeah. Come on. Come on, light it up. Oh. I don't know, just sometimes silly acts release things. Yeah. And w- earlier when Fenton or Brandon was like, just go ahead and get into position to receive right when he just started preaching. Fitton stood up and nobody else stood up, but Fitton stood up and I just really felt a strong release from that. Powerful. And so I, I just want that to be released and Fitton seemed to be a part of that. It's awesome. Yeah. Great work. And that's what we call a prophetic act. That's a prophetic act, you know. And I think, you know, it's easy. Sometimes people will go, why? Where's that in the Bible? Well, <laughs> prophetic acts, they get a lot more crazy than that in the Bible. You know, just find out about uh, Jeremiah and, uh, you know, all the prophets. So, uh, prophetic acts in the Bible. But the other part of it is what's happening here is where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. There's freedom, you know. And sometimes we just need to get moving and get things stirred. And that's part of stirring things up is that you just kind of go, you know what? We're, we're just going to break off any kind of form and, and like, you know what I'm saying? We get in routines. I come to church, I sing a few songs, we do an offering, I hear a message, I go home. That's fine. We're going to do that probably most, most every Sunday. We're going to do that kind of a thing in some, some order or another. But, but you know, God is, He doesn't have to be in a, He's not in a box. And so part of this, what's happening right now, how many can feel freedom in the atmosphere now. Isn't that interesting? And sometimes when you're just willing to be a little bit silly and undignified, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, and you know, people when they're manifesting in the presence, they're like, well, is that the Lord or are they just being silly? And I'm like, you know what? I'm okay with either one of them, to be honest, because at least they're not grumpy and complaining. Like, you know, <laughs> I mean, anyway, laughing is good. And so... Um, and most of the time, I find it's the Lord. Who's got a word? Gene. Jesus. Oh, just open your hands. The first word I got is a corporate word for everyone. 
Papa, thank you for your heart for this place, for each one of them. The Lord is saying He's preparing your heart for it, and He's releasing a new rain. A new rain? Yeah. A new rain. He's clearing up your ground. He's clearing up your heart. The things that you went through, the season, things that has been rough, things that has been like a rock. The wind of the Holy Spirit is already stirring up. Lord, we thank you. Lord, I speak life into that ground. The things has been hurtful to be lifted up in Jesus' name. Things has been hard. I pray that the rain of God, the Holy Spirit just breathe over the parts where it's been hard and rough over your life. The ground break. He's softening your hearts. He's bringing life and joy. He's restoring joy back to your heart. You are not forgotten. You are not forgotten. This is a season of rest. And God just let it rest in the ground before the next season of planting and harvest. That's what I'm hearing. God let the ground for, for just... For leave it for a season to just make land more fertile. Whatever you feel like is hard over your life, that is not a hard thing. It's a good thing, and to bring more fruitfulness. Praise the Lord. Come on. I just release life and every disappointment from your past season. I break that off in the name of Jesus. I plead the blood of Jesus and I break it off in the name of Jesus. I speak life and I speak shift and you have a new hope and you have a new life and you carry the promise of God. I just speak blessing right now. I speak to your spirit to raise in His fullness and receive and everything God has for you. Don't caught in the past moments. That is not for you anymore. That's for your promotion. That's for your life-changing encounters. is coming for you and shift is coming for you. He's turning things around. I see some of those disappointments is feel like so big, but it's not too big for him. It, it may feel like a wall, it feel like a thick wall. God is shifting. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. I release a new moment to move forward. Move forward. Lift up, harvest is ready. It's move forward. It's it's personal. It's for the church as well. Move forward. Move forward. It's time to pack your tents. Get into your promised land. Powerful. Thank you, Father. It's time to pack your tent. Mm. Wash everything in that Jordan River. Let God wash you right now. The, bur- the burning fire of God may come upon you. Mm. Burning, Lord, we ask for that fire to come. And take that into the promised land, Lord. And they will inherit the new lands that God has for them. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So good. Amen. Hey, I just, I just felt like... You can give the Lord a shout for that. That's a good word. <laughs>
um, you know, while we're in a corporate word, I want to release this. I got a word uh, this week for Mountain Chapel, and um, I need to write several of them out and share them with you because I've been like a magnet for Mountain Chapel. Like, I'm getting words for us, you know what I mean? Not just for me, but Mountain Chapel. And, um, and it's amazing because some people are like, hey, I was sensing this, and they don't even know the journey that I'm on, so they don't know it's Mountain Chapel, but it's me how the Lord is speaking, but a word this week was that the presence will rejuvenate a city. Whoa. (laughs) How many feel the Lord on that? The presence of God will rejuvenate a city, a town. How about a ville? And, um, And they said they saw like a thick nimbus cloud, like sparkling. It was this glory cloud, like almost glittering as they looked at it. And, um, and that they, we just want to declare, just as Gene released, that this is a season of promise. I said to Dave and, um, and Shelly a week ago when we were having our staff meeting, it just broke out into a time of, of we were just interceding and just following the Lord. We were out just praying on the, like over the property from the porch of our offices down there. And, um, and I just said, man, I feel a shift of season just happened again. And um, like we're in an overall season, you know, our life shifted to come and, and to be a part of this with you guys. But we're about three and a half months into this journey with you, which really we just kind of started, didn't we? But, but I said, you know, I felt like there was a three-month season that we just shifted into another three-month season where we'll begin to go after some other things together. So we've, we've gone into a new phase together of the journey. Uh, and, um, and so uh, another word was um, that people will come here to encounter the Lord. And someone heard, they said, down the mountain, the river flows. You remember that song? And, uh, and, that, and that God would pour out his presence in such a way here in this town uh, and, and, in, and in Mountain Chapel that it would literally flow down the mountain from here. And so we disagree for that. Just a couple more words, and um, we're going to shift it. By the way, if you feel anointing in your hands right now, who feels that? You feel the anointing in your hands? Now that I've said it, you might notice it. But it feels like a weight, like a weighty, like you're holding something heavy. How many feel that? And, um, yeah, that's the anointing. And God is, is just is anointing hands to pray for people, to lay hands. When you've got the glory in your hands, you can give it away. And, um, and so, uh, yeah, we, we just released that. I'm going to give you a chance to do that in a minute, too. So, yeah. A few Real quick, quick healing ones. Oh, um, I see angle problems. Uh, problem in their angle. Um, let me read all those. I'll start praying for that. Uh, family restoration again. The problem in their right side. Would you stand up if these apply to you? Wow. You need the healing. Stand up. Yeah, pain in their head. Feel like dizzy throughout the week or struggling. Dizziness or like something that's heavy in your head, or especially like a band. Uh, the pain, pain in their right hand. Uh, Pain in the right hand. Who's that? <laughs> oh, well, there's a few more. Yeah. And there's some struggle over your stomach, right this area. Oh, healing. Uh, thank you, Jesus. 
uh, uh, pain in their hips.
He wants us to have comfort. He just doesn't want us to get it in our routines, in, in our like mindsets. He says, that's okay. You'll get a little uncomfortable sometimes, but I will comfort you in it if you just won't get offended. And um, I mean, I've been offended, but whenever, whenever I get offended or uncomfortable, something the Lord's doing, I've just learned to get a little closer to it. And I just, you know what helps me? I usually don't even get comfortable all the time. I just say, it's okay that I'm uncomfortable. I just kind of make peace with that. You know what I'm saying? It's okay that I'm uncomfortable. I mean, the God of the universe is doing something. That's bound to, to stir you up a little sometimes. And so, uh, okay, go ahead. It, sorry. If you've got that anointing on your hands, would you stand up? And um, and I actually just want to release you. We're going to do something a little different today. If you feel that you need to minister to somebody else or... If you're looking around and you're saying, okay, and then if you had that anointing over you, like you feel like this mantle of anointing or the presence of God is upon you, I want you to stand up as well. All right? And, and so if you're around and, and you want to go to one of those people and ask them to pray for you, I want to just release you to do that right now. We're going we're gonna to have freedom. We're going to do it all at once. And um, we're just stirring it up today. That's why we have the stick out. And um, and so, go ahead, I release you to do that, and Melissa's going to release a word. And if you're standing and you feel to pray for somebody in particular, just make sure you ask them if they want prayer first. And um, uh, go ahead, Melissa. Well, I just wanted to share something. I had this strong prophetic impression this morning, and it's just, yeah, just been kind of weighing on me. Um, but the worship, which was amazing... And I actually saw that it broke something in the atmosphere and there was freedom and there was healing. And then I saw that there were people who were unaware that that was there, like unable to see it or just felt like it was something they couldn't receive. And specifically, I felt like God was showing me that there was some shame and unworthiness and that some people are even feeling like, oh, I don't deserve this. And I felt like, <laughs> like, yeah, that's true, but Jesus Jesus deserves it. You know, Jesus deserves his full reward. And, um, and you, yeah, and so I just felt like that was something that was just causing a hindrance. And I wanted, actually, since we're, like, all a family, um, I wanted, actually, everyone... To, if you're able to, to stand up. Um, and I just felt like this was something, just a prophetic act, something to do together. Um, and I feel like just so much more freedom and healing is going to come, that this is just something that's just been holding people back. And, you know, it can even alter our lens. But we're going to just step back in to restore that connection, that union completely with God. Whoa, Thank yeah, and the presence Father. is just really going to step out. Thank you, Father. Um, whoa. Or, yeah. Thank you, Father. And so I, in a minute, or <laughs> a second, I'm going to have us, like, all take a step forward, if we can. And it's just visualize, like, we're leaving any shame, unworthiness, <laughs> just even our old selves behind. And we're walking into 
freedom. We're walking into healing. We're walking into the newness and the blood of Jesus that covers everything. And it doesn't matter what we've done or if we've sinned, addiction, struggles. It doesn't matter. It matters what Jesus did on the cross, and he already did it. And so it's there. We just have to receive it. We just have to walk into it. And so, yeah, let's just, um, on the count of three, I guess, yeah, we'll just walk to take a step together. (laughs) So, all right, one, two, three. Yes, God. Yeah, I just thank you for the freedom. I thank you for the healing. We just say no to shame. We say no to fear. We say no to unworthiness. All of that that's coming against. I just send you, yeah, just to the, to the, um, yeah, just the foot of the cross. And I just declare that there is complete freedom. There is complete healing. That you are loved. That you are accepted. That you are valuable. It doesn't matter if if you've been overlooked or unnoticed. God sees you. God sees you. And the enemy, he wants to put us into isolation. And he wants to steal our voice. But when we speak, when we sing, it's like a lightning bolt. It's like thunder that comes from heaven. There's power in our voice. And that's why we need to speak. That's why we declare. That's why we worship God. Because it changes us. And it connects us to God. It connects us to heaven. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. If you want to touch from the Lord, why don't you just... This is ministry time. and Yeah. And uh, this is ministry time, you guys. And um, so if you want to touch from the Lord, why don't you just begin to come forward. Uh, if you're on the prayer team, I want to release you both to pray or to receive whatever today. Uh, and that really goes for every week. But if you want to touch from the Lord, come forward this morning. I feel the anointing here for this. And... So, God, I just thank you for the help of your presence, that um, when we have your presence, we get help that we didn't even know we need. Thank you, God. that you don't have to force anything. Wow, yeah. Oh, there's no pressure on you. Oh, there's no pressure on you. You don't have to force anything. You can just let him be big and you can be small. It's okay. He's not intimidated by your smallness. 
He's not intimidated by his kids. <laughs> you don't scare him with your problems. <laughs> Whoa. He doesn't even see him that way. Yeah. You don't have to force anything. You don't have to make something happen. You don't have to pull down fire from heaven. You can just be you. You can just be small. <laughs> you can just be his, and that's enough. You're enough. You're enough because he's enough. And if any of you are feeling a pressure to make something happen or pressure to feel something, you can just give that to him. Just give up. (laughs) Just give it up. Your job isn't to feel something. Your job is to be loved by Father God. (laughs) It's the most wonderful job in the world. It's the most wonderful job you can ever have. Yeah. You don't have to force anything. You're not left out. You're not left behind. Yeah, I just see him pulling his kid so close to his chest, like just nestling up right on his chest. Yeah. I just hear him whispering words to you. I just hear him inviting you into just an experience with him. Just to hear his voice in a new way to see his face in a new way that you've never seen it before. (laughs) Yeah. He's so kind. And you don't have to force anything. You're enough. You just sit in your seat and just let him love you. That's more than enough. Father is just loving on people, and um, but I really saw that this morning in the Father's embrace that condemnation is being broken. And I feel like there was a few people maybe here who you've had that voice of condemnation that's been coming after you, and it's kind of a daily thing that you're, you know, and, and you're wondering if God is happy with you or. But you know what? That's condemnation. The Bible says that there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ. And I feel like if that's you this morning, if you just lean into the Father, I saw the Father just giving you a big old hug, and He was just saying, "I love you so much," and that and I and that that cycle's being broken today, and that today the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made you free. Yeah, you know what? I decided. I remember when the Lord did that for me. And I just decided, that thing tires me out. I wasn't even sure. I thought maybe it's the conviction of the Lord, you know. But it's like, it was so, you know, and I just thought, Lord, I don't think this is you. It's wearing me out. I'm breaking up with it. And um, and so, <laughs> it's an unhealthy relationship. <laughs> Condemnation. <laughs> uh, so we bless you this morning. If you need to hear that, I feel like the Lord is, the father, I just see the word approval. The Father's approval. Not because of what you did or didn't do, but because you're my child. 
I love you. You're mine. You're mine. You're mine. You can't you can't lose that. You know, once a son, you're a son. Once a daughter, you're a daughter. Yay. Approval. I just see that word. Approval. Approval. It's just a banner over you. He's putting he's he's revealing it to you. Approval. Approval. I actually saw the father stand up. And you know, that's a lying spirit that says anything other than that. And I saw the father just stand up and say, You shut your mouth, that'll be enough of that. Don't talk to my kid anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's a good word. Yeah. Well, hey, listen, you're free today. Uh, you've been free to go, but in case you need to be released, you're, you're free uh, and hang out in the presence. If you want prayer, we'll pray for everybody that wants prayer. Um, and if you're in the room and you don't know the Lord, you're not walking with the Lord, come forward. And we want to pray with you. I'd love to introduce you to Him. God bless you. Love you so much, Mountain Chapel. Have a wonderful day. We're going to hang around.